Welcome to another episode of Ugly But Honest Podcast with your host, Preach GSX and VR the God. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to be tackling a couple subjects today. Uh, happy, um, what is it, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness and a lot October, of October, yes, definitely. Yeah, we're going to be tackling a lot of things, so uh, let's get back to it. Let's get it started. All right, welcome back, guys. So, um, first and foremost, uh, I want to thank everyone who listened to our last podcast. Uh, it got a lot of reviews. <laughs> it definitely did. Thank you. Uh, thank a lot you, of thank feedback. You, thank you. Yeah, hell yeah. A lot of feedback and uh, a lot of great points that we are trying to implement on um, this episode and uh, episodes coming up. Um, so... First and foremost, uh, I actually want to give you guys a little bit of information about me. Who are you, Serge? Who are you, Viard? You don't want to thank everyone for listening and to follow up on all the feedback we got. Because we got a lot of feedback. And I, I, I caught a lot of flack from the first episode. Yeah, yeah go ahead and uh, clear that up if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, listen, first, let's, before we go any further... If you haven't listened to episode one, stop what you're doing. Pause this and go back and listen to episode one uh, so you can understand what we're about to go over. Because uh, we had a lot. I caught a lot of flack about what I talked about marriage. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the main ones. And I think everyone. But hold on. I said what I said. I'm not taking anything back. I, I'm standing by what I said and I'm not taking it back. Uh, but again, I think uh, people m- misinterpret what I said. Marriage is a great institution. I want to get married one day. I'm not afraid to get married. But I really do think wealthy guys, after accumulating their wealth, shouldn't get married because you don't know if that person really loves you for who you are and not your money. And that's what I really meant. And that's it. Yeah. You know, comment. So you guys that were trying to go after me and crucify <laughs> me. Listen, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Let's guys, go. real quick, man. Real quick. Who, who I am, you know, uh, you know, I'm a 36-year-old Haitian-American man. Um, I have my bachelor's in graphic design um, and currently in sales. And I live in West Palm Beach, Florida. Now, um, my wife is a successful uh, working woman. Who's obviously it's she's pretty much the breadwinner of the household of four. Uh, I have two little girls, four and six. Well, Jazzy's turning seven. No, no, turning six, uh, the seventeenth of this month. Oh, that's birthday coming up. So yeah, pool, pool party, man. We've been trying to do a pool party for the longest time, but we can't. People don't like to jump in other people's. Pools, that's called man. pool party. I'm bringing my kids pool party. Um, now. Um, I am in an interrelational uh, relationship. Into into what? Say that Into racial relationship. Interracial. Whatever. Bro. Relationship. Um, and bro, I, I couldn't be happier though. Um, I don't go to church, but I do believe in God. I just don't believe in that institution of church, um, but I do believe in God. Um, my wife and girls do go to church uh, most Sundays, um, but you guys will. You know, know more about me as time goes on and episodes and things like that. But that's that's who I am, Priest GSX. Oh well, that's my guy, uh, my co-host Serge Priest GSX, and uh, I'm Viard the God, uh, or you can just call me Viard. Uh, me, I lived in South Florida all my life, like, you know, and we feel like we have to give you guys this background because that's one of the things that everyone was asking for everyone that listened or uh, fumbled upon the the podcast was saying who are you guys tell us about yourself so here's about me like i said i grew up and raised in south florida all my life uh i grew up in a catholic haitian household so that's one of the first things me and church have a common we grew up with haitian parents and if you're from the caribbeans from the islands you know how tough that is <laughs> right Right, Serge? Hey, dude, I, I can't even begin to tell you. Well, now, 
I grew up with both of my parents, so I had that um, stable household with both parents working. And in the Haitian household, the only thing you had was church, school, and home. And my moulin. <laughs> and rice If you know Haitian people We eat a lot of whole rice my moulin All that uh, So that's my background So I was I grew up in a, uh, What most would call A healthy two-parent household So that's my background So my views in relationship And in marriage Is, is based on How I grew up And I'm more like my father Who he is a laid back person, uh, very laid back. I think your dad was the same way, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I get that from my dad. And, you know, sometimes in relationships, from my understanding in my relationships, that being too laid back is sometimes a problem for your mate. But now I got it from my dad. So, um, also, I'm, I'm a father of some great kids, uh, just like Serge have children. I have some great, wonderful kids with very different personalities. Uh, and, I, and I told Serge, I think this is worth sharing. Uh, I lost my virginity my sophomore year in the 10th grade. And I think this is worth sharing because it was with a girl I didn't even have a relationship with. She told me, we was talking on the school bus. Yo, for real, this is real life. <laughs> we was talking on the school bus about sex, and she told me, "I'm gonna come to your house if you're if you're man enough. I'm gonna come to your house." And she showed up at my door, knocking on my door to have sex. And you did it. And we did. Well, there you go. <laughs> VR in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically me in a nutshell. This is I was in the tenth grade. I, I I think she was in tenth or the ninth grade. But this is me in a nutshell. Okay. So if y'all want to know why I have where I come from with these mindsets is because of my whole upbringing. Oh, I'm I'm sure they got plenty. <laughs> I'm sure they got plenty. Uh, yo, before actually before we get into uh, a couple things I want to talk about today. Uh, Yo, V, what's her name? Uh, she wrote us a, dissertate, a dissertation on our first podcast. Oh, Michelle. She dissect our first pop, oh, podcast. Oh, boy. Yo, She's shout out to Michelle. You understand. Uh, your information was huge and very, very helpful. Um, and there's a couple things I want to um, go over. Uh, and But I do appreciate everything you said. A lot of stuff that you said uh, we are trying to implement um, on this one or, or maybe the next one. Um, uh, in, in there you said you don't care about the male perspective you want more female perspective <laughs> Michelle I don't know if you noticed uh, the title is from a male perspective so we'll try to add some more female perspective later on but the whole point of the show is from the male's perspective um, you also said Serge is funny <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh, And but you also said I was slow <laughs> So I think she meant slow by reaction. I know what she meant. I oh, know what okay. she meant. Uh, I'm not that slow. <laughs> not short, know, but no, not but, the short but slow. Not short but slow. But you know, um, it was the first time I'm hearing these questions. So you know, it takes me a while for my uh, for my thought process to gather and things like that. And they all, you know, what else she also said? V is like, yo, let's search talk. She said that many times. I highlighted it. No, I learned from there. Oh, yeah. We got to stop talking over each other. Oh, or you learn to stop talking over search. Um, now, also, um, you said I was too uptight. I agree with you 94% because you were right. Uh, the subject matter, I think I was not that interested in. And I saw the point that you were making. I'm part of a podcast. I need to engage. Spot on. Good job. Um... And uh, pretty much everything you gave us was uh, pretty much constructive and honest. Um, I did read your replies on the subject matter. I'm not going to read them out right now. Um, but I really hope you continue to listen, continue to be the fan. And I really appreciate everything. And I hope we get another dissertation on this one. <laughs> I hope so. Well, I, I know Michelle and she's very she's a she's a very smart woman and um 
a professional married woman and uh and shout outs to her and she know i always challenge her on my facebook if you want to follow me on facebook uh you know and um just follow me i have too many friends i'm at over five thousand already probably uh but she's a great person also um Michelle, there was all also other great people that gave us some feedbacks. Howard William, um, James Wright was a couple. Um, Latanya, there was a couple people. Uh, Tiny, shout outs to you. You gave some f- f- feedback. Uh, so shout out to you guys. Thank you for listening. Keep listening. We're gonna keep it going and getting you guys involved and trying to get a couple of you guys on the show too. All right. Yeah, and um, you know uh, Michelle will, will refrain from talking about sex, so I do apologize about the story in the beginning where VR talked about his first sexual encounter. So you could just you could just fast forward through that part if you like. <laughs> Yo, V, there was this uh, I don't know. I sent it to you. I sent it to you it was like uh, an article uh, about uh, Lady uh, Laverne Gordon, thirty six Massachusetts story. Uh, real quick, uh, let me sum it up for you guys. It was about uh, a lady in an abusive relationship. Now, yeah, I read that. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys are aware. It is uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, uh, so I thought it would be cool for me to send that to him. But this lady stayed in this abusive relationship with this man, and um, he would beat her religiously. Like she would say, she'd beat her for hours even sending her to the emergency room, made her choose between him and her family and friends, didn't want her to talk to anybody, and to the point where it got physically violent, to the point where she's, her life was threatened. Um, You know, V will will link the actual whole article for you guys, so you guys could uh, read it yourselves. But my question is and the reason I wanted to bring it up is I can never put myself in a woman's um, situation. All right, uh, my wife currently doesn't beat me unless <laughs> I do something wrong. Jill looks like she puts her hands on you. I'm, no, I'm not Jill lying. Is hate. Jill. She, look, she doesn't currently beat me. Uh, so hey, you guys, the, but don't. It's it's not funny actually because there is there is verbal and mental abuse. Yeah. that men do take and things like that. But my my concern, not concern, my question is, she said she only stayed with him for years. They were even homeless at a point for years because he kept on telling her no one's going to love you as much as I do or and the, the love that he had that she had for him was so great. Wow. So is it how is love? more important than your physical well-being because I, I don't I, I just can't put myself in that uh, mind frame like if, if literally if 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 something happens they didn't even have kids together yeah so I'm, I wasn't quite sure what kept her there for years but but you got to understand she did share something with her past you guys got to go listen go read the article she shared something in her past where she said she grew up in a household where her father her biological father hit her on her mom mm. so that that can that can program you to think that that's something natural if you're as a kid you saw that growing up as a kid you think that's probably natural that a man should put his hand on his wife you know, so that's probably what kind of kept her into that relationship. I don't know, but I can see why she stayed as long as she stayed. Uh, I I actually I don't know if I didn't read that part. I missed that part at all. That's that's a huge, huge, that's huge reason. Um, but to bring um, another person, another perspective into that situation, I want to bring in Jill, my current wife. Jill. That only. Only wife <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> um, she, no, that, was, that was funny. Uh, she currently doesn't beat me, but you know I wanted to bring her in at this point so so she could probably share what in a women's mindset that will keep her in a household that is abusive because this is something that is 
It's crazy. Yeah, it's it happens. I don't. I but I can't provide a perspective on a woman in an abusive relationship because I've never been in one. Um, I I can't say that I've experienced uh, emotional or verbal or physical abuse of any kind. I think yeah. Shut it down, Patty. <laughs> home. That really. I think that our arguments are pretty natural um, in the course of a relationship, but I. I do think her past played a huge part in it because the decisions you make as an adult are based on everything in your life going through the filters that you developed as a child. So I do think that if she watched that growing up, her father hitting her mother, and that's an, you know, parents are an institution who love each other and come together to create these children, then yeah, she's gonna think that that's part of a natural love, yeah. and it's just the tough part of it, you know. Exactly. I, I, and, and, and like I said about growing up in a two-parent household, and I learned from my father, so I never see my father touch my. Mom. I never see my father get in an argue with my mom. My mom right. ran the household. My dad was the breadwinner, but she ran the house a household. So I could see right. how a ch- someone growing up in that type of environment will think that is okay because that's what they saw. Well, in addition to that, though, if she had seen her mother push back or if she had seen her mother leave, my instinct would tell me that she would be more prepared herself than to leave because just as powerful as love is and she saw that growing up, if she truly loves this person that's putting his hands on her, yeah. love is the most powerful thing. It's, it's, it's not necessarily fear that would keep her there. They don't have to have kids to stay there. It might actually be the love. It's yeah. just a, it's a twisted kind. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, keep it anonymous. Uh, but if any of uh, you ladies or men I uh, have experience in this um, yeah. and could probably give me a little bit more clarity of, of why you stuck around so long or and things like that. You know, just uh, message us. Keep it anonymous. We don't need to know your old story. Just see if you could uh, help us out a little bit on uh, for us to understand why something like that would like, you know, would happen. Please, please. Um, but also, you know, so, sometimes I have I think about like it'd be difficult in, in me and your me and your situation. If for some reason I become violent, like we have a house, we have kids, we have everything, I would understand that's that point where, all right, do I throw everything away right now mm-hmm. because he was angry and he put his hands on me? Or one hit, that's it, you're out of here type thing. Yeah. Um, but, but look, I, I hate to interrupt, but I'm the type of person, I think I have been in a lot of difficult situations with my relationship and I've never never took even thought about putting my hand on the person I'm with because I feel like if I if you took me to that point of putting my hand on you then I don't need to be with you if, if I'm in that situation where I lose my correct you know, if I go off, you, you know what I'm saying. If I if I'm going to that extent of physical abuse with you, then I don't need to be with you. Now, I can I can't control my emotions, and I need to get away from you as fast as I can. If you took me to that point, and that's what I don't understand about men putting their hands on female. And I understand there's there's different type of abuse. There's verbal abuse, and there's physical physical abuse. I, I and I don't know my probably my past relationships could say if I've been physical um, um, verbal but I've never been physical sorry about that guys you know ugly but honest unscripted <laughs> that was my mom calling me <laughs> like straight up hey your mom always hey, calling so he will be returning that call shortly yeah, he yeah, better I'll call her back you better <laughs> my better mom, call you better call mom my mom a cuss man no alright let's get back to this. yo my, my mom would just keep calling <laughs> my yo, phone's probably gonna ring listen. any minute now <laughs> Hey, your moms, if they don't hear from you for too long, they think something's wrong. They're calling your siblings. They're calling everyone yo, no, to find out what's going yo, on. Yo, it's a guilt trip. Like, oh, yeah. it's been it's been three weeks. Oh, I, I have to call you now, right? I don't know why after 13 years she still does the small talk with me when she's looking for you. She calls me <laughs> and she goes... Oh yeah, hi Jill, hi Jill. Yes. Oh yes, how are the girls? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Oh oh oh. 
where's Junior? Where's Junior? Where's Junior? I'm like, he's probably downstairs. There's two levels to this house, Nicole. Yo, dude. To, oh, Joe does the best Haitian mom. <laughs> Yo. it's, it's physically, it's verbally Yo. impossible for me to talk and say like that I'm saying something Serge's mom has said. Has he told you this about me? <laughs> no, no. Like if I ever try to say something his mom has said, it comes out that way. <laughs> it always has. I've never heard woman. the Haitian mom accent from Oh, boy. Oh, that was, that was priceless. out. You're missing out. Well, you know, um, just to, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, uh, oh. you know, it's funny. We brought Jill in here because me and Jill have a direct, direct, uh, like, common issue with this particular subject matter. Um, you know, there's an article uh, by this uh, Amy in Brooklyn. Uh, let me just see. It's about it's about video games and relationships. Okay. Video yeah. games and relationships. So, uh, long story short, uh, Amy, Brooklyn-based entrepreneur, was at her wit's end. She married a loving IT manager that had one vice, video games. Now, I am not this bad or anything like that. Long story short, it got so bad that she took a hammer to his computer, because he played it based on computer, not a PS4 or anything like okay. that, and smashed it. First and foremost, Jesus. you ain't smashes none of my stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yo, dude, yo, I'm not abusive, but you, you know, I'm putting my card in to get in the club. Just Listen. joking, but I'm just saying, she put a hammer to his computer because it was at her wit's end. You, you know, you know one thing I don't understand, and um, and I've heard this, I heard this plenty of times before of women getting upset or feeling some type of neglect. That their their husbands playing video games or their boyfriends, but I feel like if he's playing video games, he's in the house. He's not going anywhere. He's playing <laughs> video games. He needs his he needs to get away from not. I'm not saying from the house, from the household or kids or you, but he needs to get away from his everyday life. If he's coming home playing video games, you should be like, oh, he's home. I mean, I, I I know that's like, that's not something big, but that that listen, just give us that. We I, need that. I agree. We need until that. I listen to the female's perspective coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, personally, me and Jill ran into this issue uh, years ago, um, things like that, and I would, and it wasn't. It was I wasn't playing it religiously at all. But when I would play when I would be playing it, um, I would be gone. It's just hours on end. And I, I think like as far as my perspective goes, when we first started dating, you have to understand that when you live in separate households and you're just dating and feeling someone out, I didn't even know you were interested in that. So then as things progress, you know, and then we end up living together. It, it becomes more evident that's what you're doing. I never would call you when we're dating and say, babe, are you ready to go to the movies? And you say, no, give me 10 more minutes on this video game. When you're dating a woman, you're into the woman, not the uh, game. So later on down the line, I met geez. your friends that you game with and the other gamers, and it did become a huge issue. But I'm perfectly honest about mine. It, it's I was both, I don't want to say jealousy, but yeah, I did feel neglect. And then it, it also... It's, it's like a misunderstanding for me. Uh, it, again, my filters, how I grew up is there were a couple of men in my life as far as uncles and grandfathers go, um, because I did not know my father, that they were under the hoods of cars or building a fence or mowing the grass or painting the house or just stuff like that. I never saw those men. And granted, technology has advanced a lot. So your generation has it. Their generation didn't. But I never saw that growing up. So then to see an adult man in front of a console for hours on end with a microphone attached, cussing and yelling and carrying on with whoever, 12-year-olds, whatever they are, I with Richie more, who has to like go more, eat dinner. More the time. I didn't understand it. Cussing at me. Cussing at well, me. Well, yeah, now I understand Jackie it's cussing at, at V. But yeah. <laughs> Yo, but let me actually. But this. I agree yeah. with you. I have, I'm a, in, I have to agree with you. I'm yeah. not trying to cut you off. You're right. He's in the house now. It's a different. I'm giving exactly. you my perspective back then. Now 
he's in the house. And now he'll tell you, like, he has his one day a week or however, whenever. I don't bother him. Like, I, he's doing his thing. I read my books and he doesn't bother me. Um, you have to understand, though, too. Like, if I'm out grocery shopping or something, that's not me time. Getting nails done is me time, whatever, for women. So video games is me time for guys mm-hmm. to tune out your environment and your kids. But it's very different. So you do, you do agree. You do agree that him being in the house playing video games, it's, it's a perfect getaway. I mean, as long as you can see him there, it's not like he's doing anything nefarious. Right. Give give the context, though. This this Amy person, was she saying, like, like for example, it's fall. Was she saying, babe, let's go to a pumpkin patch? Because, yeah, if you're going to ask the guy if he wants to do video games or a pumpkin patch, he's always going to choose video games. But if you make it adamant, I want to go to the pumpkin patch, and I want to do that with you because I love you. Give me two hours out of your day, and I'll leave you alone for an additional four. And, and he's in the house, you know, and, and like you said, everything is good. That's different. I don't know where she was coming from. Well... The, the question is, does video games have the potential to ruin relationships? Uh, on my end, yes. Yes. Yeah, I think it, it, do. it, 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 it does. But um, relationship is all about compromise. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, what I was saying was it, it, didn't, it didn't click for me until Jill said something when we were out. Like, we were having a blowout here. And, you know, I think I was playing Tekken, Tekken tournament. PTSX <laughs> hit me up if you want to get worked. <laughs> um, that she's like, you're playing video games. I'm thinking it's like, oh, because I'm just playing video games, da, da, da. And she said something to me that I still think about it today. She goes, you're not here. You're not here. I can see that. So now our household is different. I have two small kids. Yeah. It's upstairs, downstairs. If they're running around and things like that. I might be playing video games, but, you, yeah. but I'm not here. Exactly. I, I understand. So once she said that, that really hit home. And it, it brought this question to light for me the second I, I read it. I was like, it absolutely does. Like if you're, you could be, you could be here in a zombie, but you're not a dad. You're not a husband. You're nothing yeah. at that point. So at that point, you're nothing to her. And yeah. to her, you're everything. You're absolutely point. That would literally destroy yeah. a relationship. I can yeah. see that. I mean, I I, I can really see that because I have an a I have eleven year old and a nine year old son, and they both play video games like crazy, and and my nine my eleven year old and my nine year old son are from two different mothers. And both parents, both moms say the same thing, that they play the games religiously. And I can see it in my nine-year-old, that's all he wants to do. And us growing up in the video game age, you know, me and you, Serge, we're in our 30s, mid-30s. We grew up in the 90s where video games were just blowing up. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it makes sense. It, it followed us to our mid-30s, exactly, yeah. you know, and we're still involved with it with adult-type games, Tekken, yeah. fighting games, Grand Theft Auto Online, where we play a lot. And and like Jill says, her, the men, when she was growing up, she saw the men focusing on cars and stuff like that, but we grew up in a different age. Right. So that's what you're going to get. So ladies, when you see your man playing on video games, don't be like they're less than a man or whatever, they're geeks or whatever. This is what we grew up in. No matter what background we came from, this is what we grew up in. It's nostalgic and it's comfortable. Exactly. And I feel like, personally, I felt like it was a a different getaway from wanting to go out, hang out with the guys. Yeah. To go post up on the the corner, hang out with the guys, or go to the bar or whatever. Well, not only that, it it actually is because of the guys. Right when... Right when I met Jill, I got her into game. We used to play SOCOM. Yeah. And then she used to be oh, in so, SOCOM. Kill zone. Like kill zone and stuff Socom, like that. But really, zone. I'm hanging, hanging out with the guys. All the people I played online with, I knew personally. Right. Yeah. I hung out with. Yeah. I, you know, it wasn't random person from Zimbabwe yeah. or whatever. <laughs> or from Finland yeah, or something. It's like, shit. yo. Canada. You know, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> actual friends I knew what made the game even better to play. Yeah. Shout out to Enigma, my brother. Uh, I don't. He he got this. His he got this subject matter on lock. Um, his wife is literally. I hear her every time we play any game. 
Ashley, I, I hear you every single time in the background. Uh, what is this, this and that? And you're, even, you're even yelling at Jackie to look out because somebody's behind him. Shout out. Uh, uh, congratulations, Ashley's having a boy. She's having a child and things oh, like that. Dope. Congratulations, Jackie. Congratulations. And great, congratulations. Congrats. I didn't know if we were allowed to say she it on put, podcast. Okay, well, it's out now because well, we're not cutting this out, I'm, homie. All right. I'm just okay. hearing this. Thing. I didn't do it. So Jackie's having a boy? Yeah. Oh, man. She so. put it on Facebook. I mean, Facebook. That's pressure on IG. That's pressure on you guys to have a boy since you guys have two Here girls. Here we go. You okay. know, I'm bringing it back to the article. <laughs> Amy's boyfriend or whatever was an IT guy. He was an IT guy by trade. I just like to. All right, <laughs> bring, where do we. Uh, bring it back. Yeah. We're going so off topic, bit. guys. Bring it's, it's it in not, a little bit. It's not off topic. And. First of all, if we need an intermission for you to click, click clack in and put an ice in, if you guys were listening closely, if you guys was pouring a drink right next to his mic. Yeah, you know, my drink of choice is Crown Royal. Crown Royal, if you listen to this, <laughs> uh, if you want to do a sponsorship to Ugly Bond's podcast, this is my drink of choice, of choice with Chase by Seagram's. Just tell the truth. <laughs> it's a drink choice. of choice and joy. Joy and choice. Joy, it's so joyful. I appreciate you, VR, bringing alcohol over for once. In the third <laughs> session, appreciate it. Yo, listen. You know what else, you know, causes a hell of a lot more rifts in relationships? What's that? Money. Money. Oh, yeah. Bro, um, I don't know if I sent you the article. I don't remember. I think it was something like uh, seven money. You know, actually, that's that's my guy. I, who, um, Jim Rome, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. my guy, bro. I follow him. So yeah. the seven money mistakes in the yeah. relationship. Yeah, seven mis- seven I think mistakes, like whatever, something like that. Yo, yo, link the. Uh, I'll do that. Too. Link it, link that with so, on uh, the page. so they could follow it, dude. Ugly Bob's I read podcast this. on Facebook. I read this, um, and I thought it would be interesting. Um, the seven reasons why money ruins relationships, and uh, we'll share that. And please give me your feedback. Once you hear these reasons and things like that, and we're going to talk about it. And I happen to have somebody who lives in my household. Uh, hopefully we don't contradict each other in front of all you guys. <laughs> you never know. Oh, great. Um, so uh, we'll have, yo, Jill, can you do the honors? Um, oh, Jill's so, going to read? Yeah, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? This is a little something, something for y'all. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. So the article that I'm looking at is called The Truth About Money and Relationships. It's on DaveRamsey.com. And they just have the seven mistakes. So the first one is um, the spouses keep separate bank accounts. Some couples think the best way to avoid money arguments is to keep separate checking accounts. His paycheck goes into one account, hers into another, and they each pay bills separately. No harm, no foul, right? Wrong. This lays the groundwork for financial problems as time goes on. Hmm, hmm, hmm. What, are you, what are your thoughts, V? What are your thoughts, V? I was away from the mic there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely agree. I mean, oh money is like the biggest. <laughs> I really, no, no, really, I, I think, and statistics back me up. Money is the biggest reason why relationships fall apart. So, and and again, I'm a big fan of Jim Rohn, and I follow him religiously, and everyone that, all the financial people that uh, follow him also. So, um, yeah, I agree. I, I can see where he's come from. Money is a big problem. It's the, it's, statistically, it's the one of the biggest reasons of divorce. So, yeah, this is true. But do you believe? Do you and your uh, you and your household do you have separate accounts? Personal. Uh, well, in, in the past. Um, in past relationships and and past household, it it was separate accounts. I mean, I think at one point years ago, in one of the relationships uh, with my kid's mom, we did share an account, uh, but that was a while back, and we haven't shared an account yet. But I think, um, I think they should. This should be one joint account. But also, each person should have their own separate account, too. That's how I look at it. Well, um, I... If I disagree on something, it's because it's it's personal, not statistically. So, you know, for coming from me, uh, I, I disagree with that. Um, I think separate bank accounts are healthy. 
Um, speaking for myself, me and Jill have one joint account, and we each have our separate yeah checking accounts. Sense. That makes um, sense. I agree. Uh, so um, you know, it's it's I don't know. It's I, some sometimes it might work for some people. Sometimes it'll decimate other but relationships. But let me ask you too, since I got both of you guys here, that joint separate account, what does that joint separate account represent? What does it do? Nothing. It does nothing. <laughs> does, it pay, no. it, does it pay any bills? Any no. no. So, just, so just to be perfectly clear, and, and this is like, I think you have to do what works for you, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be a total different opinion out of you two because I don't think the money is what causes it. I'm always gonna say it goes back to an insecurity someone's not talking about or like a lack of communication and someone feels disrespected because you spent X number of dollars out of joint earned income. I don't believe it's just strictly a dollar sign that separated you two. I think it's something communication wise, but what's worked for us, I mean, we're 13 years in this year and we do, we probably have five accounts out there and oh, I have my personal five checking. Five accounts? He has his personal checking. Jesus. Um, we have a joint savings also, but I'm mainly the one in charge of that, but I don't even, there's nothing to be in charge of really. We can see all of it. Like there's transparency in all of it, but we have a spreadsheet that tells us like what bills are due when, who pays what. Most of them are on auto pay. We keep talking about streamlining it and going to one account with all the auto pay, but we haven't done it yet. But I can tell you, you're gonna have to remind me because my memory is like Dory. I Have we argued about like money? Have we had, I don't have any bicker bickering in me with no. regards to finances. No, no it's, that, that's why- 50-50. That's why the mostly. situation is, it's so, it differs so much. But hold on, hold on guys. I just wanna make sure everybody understand though, but you guys go come, are coming from financial backgrounds. That's a big difference from everyone else in other relationships. You guys are specifically coming from financial backgrounds. You coming from the financial field, um, preach with um, finance and insurance and life insurance and all these things. Jill, you work for a bank, so you guys are more of on beat with the, the language of money, okay. with finance and stuff. So yes. you guys have it more planned out, with especially most Americans doesn't have those type I of things. Or doesn't even know how to begin and start with it. So I think that would be a great episode on how to even lay that out. Okay. Now I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm gonna let you finish. Sorry about That's that. Thanks, idea. Kanye. Um, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> you know they no. say I look like Kanye. I'm gonna put my picture on the post so y'all can see. <laughs> no, I agree, I agree with you, V, but the, the, the last point I'll make on it is that this is we may come from financial fields in our professionally established careers but I've had when we were first dating I had a period nine months of unemployment he covered everything Um, he was a shoe salesman when I met him and we still have never had that argument we've never had the well I made this so don't spend that and and we weren't in the financial field back then so maybe it helps now with the spreadsheets and whatnot but we didn't always have that is my point Yes, very true. But I also have like a fundamental belief. I was telling her this the other day that, you know, if both parties, your spouse and yourself work, if you work, I work, me and Viata right now are, are, are scheduled 50 plus hours a week. You know, we're, we don't leave our offices until eight o'clock at night, you know, because of open enrollment. It's, 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 on, it's on some other We sh- work for that place that will be Unsaid, unknown. Yeah, never gonna never speak of, but um, never mentioned. Uh, so we are always working most of the time. Um, my spouse and things like that. You know, your spouse doesn't work your hours. Don't know what you do. I'm like, don't do what you do, whatever that field is. Yeah. Don't can't deal with your boss's s h i t. Yeah, you know. Um, don't go through the trials and tribulations of your job and vice versa. Who are you to tell them what to do with their money? Well, I, 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 I look at it like this. This is how I look at it is that I feel like if you're in a relationship and and again, this is just me. This is just me being paranoid or whatever. Right. You guys listen to me. I feel like if you're investing so much into a relationship, and you should, if you love that person, that's the person you want to be with, you should. But there should be a separate account because if anything goes awry, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you guys break up. You don't no. want to just give all all your all finances to this relationship no. then you don't have anything to fall back on this is just how i feel you want to make sure you protect yourself that's why it Where's should be three buzzer? separate accounts it should be the joint account and wife have one account or girlfriend have one account and the and the boyfriend or husband have a separate account you're saying a separate account that they know nothing about not know nothing about or like but what they, we they, have they, what you guys have oh, okay okay you know you know Okay, so to an extent, if we know about it, I'll, I'll go with you. But w- the red flag for me is I was always told, I was raised mostly by women, and I was always told have an account that he knows nothing about. Make sure everything that you own in your life is in your name oh, in case. wow. So here's my problem with that separate account thing is I feel like if you're going to be with somebody and you want to be wholeheartedly in it and like be truthful about that stuff i don't have any secret hidden finances from him i'm perfectly fine with our names being on every car we've ever had whatever because that's allowing me to trust and be free in my relationship and to be really loving with this person if i'm secretly harboring something away it means i don't i'm not gonna buy into the prepare for the worst on this one because this is my relationship you're talking about so i'm gonna invest in it and i'm just going in and guess what if there's a divorce if there's a separation of finances it's gonna be awful but i gave it my own like you live once i'm not gonna i'm not gonna limit myself and trusting someone over a dollar sign i know how to make money and i'll make more absolutely i 100 percent agree um you know what our last uh Whatever, two, three cars, both our names are on there yeah. uh, because we get a better interest rate with those. Oh, stop it. <laughs> but, <laughs> one of the fundamental but, but, things but is the we thing won't is, let our you kids can't suffer say, either. The thing, the thing is, you can't say that you don't understand or see where those women were coming from. Correct, which when is why they I didn't. said that. You, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the, this is my choice. I understand theirs. This yeah, is mine. Exactly. I, but I can see where they were coming from. And I think every man... No matter what type of relationship you're in, you're married, a divorce, and and married, you 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 might as well count that out. It doesn't matter if you have a separate bank account, whatever. All it's that honest. is the same, yeah. you know. But if you're in a relationship where you guys are just um, dating, living together, you should have a separate account. You should protect yourself. I mean, statistically shows that. Things do go awry, and you don't want to be that guy that you done paid 100% of all the big bills. Then this person breaks up with you, and now you have basically no money to save. And she done saved everything else because you've been paying all the big bills, the rent, the car payments, the phone bills. and. And then she saved all her money, and you don't have anything. Yeah, I, I, I agree in that aspect. It, it has to fall about timing and things like that. Yeah. Let's get to number two, because uh, we beat the yeah, hell out let, of that one. Number, yeah, number, <laughs> but number one is a very Huge sensitive shit. topic. Right. You know, you shouldn't have two separate bank accounts. You should have. You should trust that person you're with because that's the person you love. But then you want to fall back on having your own thing. You know what I mean? But that's just my point of view. Go ahead, Jill. Let's go with it. Okay, so number two was they disagree about their lifestyle. Let's say you're perfectly content shopping at Goodwill when you need to update your threads, but your spouse loves to buy name brand items at full price. If you have an income that doesn't support expensive tastes, that's going to be a problem. Um, yeah. I Ooh. There's nothing I disagree with. That, I, I can't disagree with that statement at all. That makes, <laughs> right. that makes hella sense. <laughs> like Solid logic. Um you know, based on Michelle, if I agree, I still need to engage. So I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. Michelle, I'm gonna engage. So um, I agree cold heartedly because um, when, if good thing, good thing, me and Jill like really buy clothes or hate, I, I, I don't care about fashion. I don't care about that shit. You'll see it when you'll you'll notice that when you see a picture of me because I don't care. I don't care. Um, but. But I do understand if your mate is always buying the latest Jordans and and you're trying to shop at Payless or or Sears has some good shoes, actually. I meant to tell you. <laughs> no, I, it's, we'll Thanks, talk about but that. I don't buy shoes. Oh, yeah, whatever. But and that would be a huge money problem. Buying the latest Gucci, buying the sneaks, buying, you know, whatever, um, you know. 
it's 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 a problem no matter I don't know who would disagree with that statement. Um I can see where you guys are coming from and VR I, would disagree perfectly. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I can see how that's a problem. But I, I'm gonna say I can see how it's a problem. Again, that's why the separate relationships, the separate accounts and everything, that's why you should fund them equally or to a certain extent that Yard you guys really agree on. R- statement number one. He really likes, he's going No, back. no, no. No, but, but it's, I, I'm gonna, I'm, it's I'm gonna, related. Yeah, it's related. It's it is related. related. Two versus one, is that what's going on here? No, because past relationships. Well, you were the one who said it, though. You, I'm sorry, go ahead. Lee. No, 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 you're good. Go ahead. Well, Finish your thought. You said, oh my gosh, before I forget it, right? <laughs> you said that you go to your job and do your thing with your bosses and I don't experience that and I go and do mine and I agree. And so, I think I don't know if that's where he's going but the reason it ties so heavily into theme one was just because then let's say I buy a Gucci bag how irresponsible is that of me based on you know our income our finances and our lifestyle with our kids for me to go be buying a Gucci bag and then you say something to me and I get heated with you well I went to work I made that money I wanted that bag I bought it I I I yeah, I lawyered. I, I just got lawyered. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. We agree on our lifestyle, so that's, that's why we don't have that. That's true. That we, you know, based on that last statement, it con- completely contradicted my uh, other one. But well, it, it's true. The reason, like, if if you're working, okay. if you're working and things like that, you you should be able to. Um, spend whatever money that you need. I mean, what are it, your thoughts? Like, like I said, if 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 you fund those accounts, if you fund them well, like your uh, joint account and your personal accounts, then it shouldn't be a problem. Me myself, I know my uh, the mother of my kids in our in our relationship where it was at, at a point because I buy Jordans. I'm a sneaker guy. You know what I mean? I'm a shoes and sneaker guy. Not just Jordan, but I buy Tim's and all that type of stuff. And these are pricey shoes. And I like to look good when I step out. And my kid's mom is all about the kids. She does. She's not worried about buying anything for her. Her number one thing is buying things for the kids. And I understand that because I buy my kids Jordans and nice clothes or whatever like that. But... Yo, listen. If, if sometimes that that type of thing is like a therapy for some. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, women could agree, and I, and there's some guys that ha- that buy stuff to make themselves feel good. You know, yeah. outside of everything else that's going on. I I, I would agree. I'm trying to sit here and think of what I actually splurge my money on. Um. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, if at this point, you know, I I can't really think about anything. You don't even. I, I spend a whole. You don't even uh, buy buy shark bucks on Grand Theft Auto. No, shout to out to J, shout out to JP for buying shark bucks. Uh, <laughs> I will I will buy like, shark bucks on Grand Theft Auto. Can you ever think of something that I actually splurge money on? Um, other than, you know, I'll buy whatever I need for my kids and stuff, but... I know you, you talk about spending money on your car often, and I'm always oh, okay yeah. with it because you don't have any, like, real vices, but yet you still never spend the money, so... But I'm going to have to put my I business out there. You don't have to put my business out there. <laughs> All right, well, you know, that's, that's good. What's, I mean, number? what's number three? Let's, yeah, go, what's number let's three? move on to number, number three. Number three is they let personality differences come between them. Everyone's personality is different and opposites tend to attract. Chances are one of you loves working numbers, the nerd, and the other would rather not be tied down by what the numbers show, the Surge. free spirit. <laughs> one of you might be the saver and the other is more inclined to spend. While that can cause some problems, it isn't the real issue. The source of the problem is whenever one of you neglects to hear the other's input or when one of you bows out from participating in the financial dealings altogether. Um, straight up, that's not a relation. That's not a money issue. That's a relationship issue. Money has nothing to do with number three. That's a personality. Exactly. Yeah, it's more of a personality thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's a personality issue because if you guys disagree on fundamental things as far as lifestyle, you know whether you have money or not, that issue is going to still be there. So, um, yeah. Your thoughts, Jill? I I agree, but. I have um, 
in my line of work, I come across, I don't even know, over a thousand people a month. And so there's a particular couple that comes to mind for me that, you know, the, the, the man is more comfortable at work. Like he knows what he's doing. He's solid. He gets stuff done there and he makes an excellent living. And his wife has never worked a day in her life ever. She went straight from her father's house to his house. Um, and that's the way they've wanted it. But you know, they have a, a chef and a housekeeper and oh, she, shit, they what, they right? Shit. That's what he makes. <laughs> but so, but what attracted him to her initially, just, you know, like off of sight was she was all put together like her hair was done she was dressed to the nines her nails were done her shoes were expensive bag match sunglasses everything that stuff has a price to it and he liked her staying like maintained like that so he has always funded that um i don't i don't i can't speak to if they have any issues or anything like that but i just i guess i'm playing devil's advocate here because that's a personality difference. She doesn't work at all. She's very sp- free spirited and she buys whatever the hell she wants. And um, sometimes it gets on his nerves. But, but I mean, they have totally different. But he doesn't spend anything. He wears the yeah, same stuff he, every time I see him. He's to give money. He, he gets the money. Right. You know what I mean? And, and he has that wife. You know, sometimes, again, that goes back to episode one when I say the wealthy man um, shouldn't get married until he. Uh, I shouldn't get married after he established wealth, but you love taking a beating for that one, don't you? <laughs> but listen, it up again. But guy, hi, but Michelle. If, <laughs> but, if, <laughs> but if you're making that money and you got that woman, you got hey, you got to make sure she's accustomed to that lifestyle. You got to make sure she could do those things. I, I agree. I mean, I don't see he shouldn't have any problem with it. He got his he got his baby. He what? better support her. <laughs> oh. Yo, Did it's, you just say Bay? Because yeah. I listened to your first episode. Did I say and Bay? You, guys, you said Bay, and then um, I believe Serge correctly said, said that if he said Bay in my house, it'd be, I, I, it's not. be a wrap. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but you know what I mean. I, he, you know, in that situation, if he's the breadwinner and he's taking care of her, he should be okay. If I'm the guy that's making the money and I know my, my wife or my woman likes those good things, I'm going to be okay with it. Yeah, I'm going to be like, yo, do that. Situation, do that. The situation is different in every household. Yeah, yeah. everything is relative. Um, but yeah, exactly. But that's, you know, that I, to my original point. Again, it's I, a I personality thing. Exactly. I, yeah. I don't see where money is the issue in this particular. What's, what's I agree. number four? Where the issue is. Uh, number four is they let salary differences divide them. For most couples, one of them probably makes more money than the other. Rarely will you both be making the exact same salary, but whether the amount comes to $50 or $50,000 more a year, the same problem can arise. Instead of seeing the full pot as our money, you might think you have leverage over the other, all thanks to a few extra digits on your paycheck. Sometimes the spouse bringing in the most money can feel entitled to the most say. Don't even go there. That's just asking for more money and relationship troubles. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even go there. Nope. I agree 100%. I also agree uh, 100%. But, but, (laughs) it's situational. Um, How's that situational? uh, Because Jill has been making more money than me for the past, what, six, seven years? And have used it for motivation for me to better myself. Oh, okay. Okay. So instead of letting, and that's why that's that's another communication issue. That's another relationship issue. Like if you're just a flawed person, if you're gonna throw your money in your spouse's face, I agree. That's that's yeah. number one. But Jill's never thrown that in my face. She's always giving me the what I'm gonna Bro, mispronounce what? this uh, masculinity. <laughs> Whatever no, she, she should, yeah, yeah. She, Nobody ass. correct him. Yo, like guys enjoys Jill's last uh, appearance on my podcast, <laughs> but no, she's 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 always she's always encouraged me, mm-hmm. motivated me. He's like, yo, you can do this and do what whatever I need, and I've used that to put her as uh you know okay a goal. And things like that. One day I'm going to catch her. One day I'm going to, you know, things like that. And it's literally benefited the household. So if you're going to let your, uh, other than your spouse putting you down and disrespecting you because they make more money, you, on the other hand, need to use that as a motivation for 
to better yourself, increase your own income? How, what are you going to do on your daily and weekly routine to increase your, your, your income by that 5,000 or 50,000, whatever? Use it as motivation. That's yeah, what we did. If, if, if you, a, if, if you make more money than your spouse and you, you talk about that all the time, you're an asshole. <laughs> let's, call, let's call that what it is. You're an asshole. Uh, there's, there's, there's no way around that. You're very a fucking true. asshole. Very true. Sorry yep. for the lack of better words. Agree. But next one, next one. Okay, so number five is they commit financial unfaithfulness. Being unfaithful to your spouse doesn't always involve an affair. Sometimes it's when you're unfaithful to a shared financial vision by opening a side bank account or stashing away cash. That's deceitful. The same applies if you have a credit card your spouse knows nothing about. Be open and honest about any side checkings and savings accounts or secret credit cards you may have. Put up the truth and clear the air. Yeah, we kind of touched on that a little bit about uh, having accounts or, or credit cards that the other ones don't know about. Um, I think this is assuming that the other one finds out about it, right? Because <laughs> yep. it it's one of the killers of relationship is they commit they financial it, yeah, right? unfaithfulness. Yo, yeah, that so. All, that to me, that all goes back to, I feel like if you're in a relationship, it should be about my money is your money and your money is my money. We're, it's all the same. So if you're hiding shit, you, you, listen. That's another character thing. That's a character flaw. Yo, they should name this article <laughs> seven Things that get on VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven <laughs> reasons that relationships are ended by character flaws. That's a character yeah. flaw. Yeah, these are, these yeah. are all character flaws. For so for, well, no, one or two may not, but like. That one's another. If you're hiding, look. That's a character, dude. Like, you got if you're hi- if you're hiding side accounts, shit? it's like that's not a money issue. That's that's, not, a, that's your that's, that's your shitty attitude issue. That's your your shittiness exactly. attitude. That's definitely that's, not a money issue. You just, you just, I said attitude. <laughs> Alright next one Cause some of these are character flaws. That's not money. Yeah. That's, that's the person you with. Now I'm looking at them now. Yeah. Okay. So they let their expectations get the best of them. One of the biggest dividers between couples and money is when they have unmet expectations. The quickest way to feel unfulfilled and unsatisfied with your spouse and financial goals is when you expect things to go a certain way only to find out reality is a bit different. If you've always thought you have to immediately buy a house after getting married, you might feel let down when you celebrate your first anniversary in the apartment you're renting. Don't let your unrealistic expectations pave the way for marital problems and discord. Hmm. That one's a little interesting. But um, again, that it's all about knowing the person you're, you're with. with yeah. Agree. You know, at the end of the day, like my big thing is number one: when you're meeting that person that you want to be with, first of all, you have to find the common interest that you guys share. That's number one. Then compromise. Is another big thing because you got to learn that person in relationship. Like I, I know you guys, you guys had to learn each other, right? Of course, yes. you have to learn that person, and that's what it all comes down to: learning that person and compromising on what you want to compromise on. And if that person not compromising on, if you want to be an asshole in certain some, certain situations, you got to be like, yeah, I got it. Let me tone this down. And that's what it comes from. And that's that's all was to me. That's what relationship is about: give and take. Yeah, I, I I honestly I honestly looking at this again, don't see where the money issue comes in. Exactly. Um, you know, if, if you guys just got together and you guys did not talk about purchasing a house, you guys want to rent for the rest of your life. Exactly. But one person, first thing they want to do when they get established is buy a house. And when that day comes, you guys never talked about it. That has nothing. That has nothing to do with money. Exactly, that's communication. If, if you both talked about it, then you guys are on the same page. Yeah. If you guys didn't talk about it, then it's like that's right. That's the disconnect. That's the. Exactly. Ki- it's a silent killer. If you don't mention what you're expecting, then yeah, there's going to be failure down the road. You didn't. You didn't establish it up front. Yeah. All right. Finish yeah. this off. What's number yeah. seven? Finish off number okay. seven, guys. Number seven reason why relationships f up by Jim Rohn, <laughs> who is the guru of finance. If you don't know who Jim Rohn is, follow him. They let the kids run the show. 
Your kids are begging you for the latest video game. You think about how well they've behaved lately and figure, why not? But your spouse is upset because it isn't in the budget. Hello, impending money argument. Whether it's buying them toys, giving them an allowance, or just paying for their sports equipment, kids have a way of shedding light on couples and their money habits. Well, we are not at that uh, stage yet as far as, because you know what, to tell you the truth, I might see this coming up issues for us in the future where whatever sports or extracurriculars Jasmine or Kay wants to do um, and our toe is in the pond I mean she has a yeah. martial arts gi and this exactly you know, then you need to pay for this fundraiser this book fair Jasmine has dance they have those already exactly we but just haven't actually <laughs> they, no no but the thing is I don't I don't think that's a I don't video games is very different from extracurriculars Never, let me take that back man because extracurriculars you guys those are enriching you, yeah those are enriching are like I'm a, gonna be honest see I'm gonna be honest right here this is where the honest part comes on of ugly but honest they got biracial kids listen the kids don't say nothing the kids <laughs> kids don't run nothing <laughs> nothing in any house I, listen this must be a white people stuff cause <laughs> Kids get what they get. Agree. In my household. Ain't what? <laughs> Jim Rome, I don't know. That that's that white people stuff. This is this is where the ugly get get into it. Ain't what? Kids man, kids get what they get. I agree. I never even asked for what? things growing up. Like if you got something, it was like, oh. Exactly. I grew up in the Haitian household. Listen, let me tell y'all a quick story. I think I was, man, I think I was like 11 or, or 10, and I wanted a Sega Genesis. Yeah. And to get the Sega Genesis, I had to guilt my parents. This is my birthday coming up. <laughs> so I went in the back, backyard. I'm pouting. I'm acting sad and all types of short. Just acting up for my Remember birthday. Were you raking up the leaves and like, like, you Bro, know? Listen, I'm just acting like a pow. I act like a white kid, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, and and I guilt my parents into getting me a Sega Genesis, and they went to service merchandise, which is no longer around. They went to service merchandise and bought me a Sega Genesis because I played the white kid's card. But other than that, in the Hazel household, you don't get yo. You don't have any say. Kids shouldn't have any say. Kids shouldn't be a problem in your relationship. Because this is what it's about. And I came from, we grew up in a Haitian household or a strict, if you come from a strict background household with the parents running and not the kids, you understand the kids don't say anything. Well, let me ask you this. Um, do you believe in allowance? Man, I, I believe in allowance if I say so. <laughs> I'm just saying, but like, I, I do plan I do plan on giving my kids an allowance to encourage money management. But that's out of the goodness of my heart if I say they're going to get an allowance. Not because I think they deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's, 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 it's constructional for and things like that. But like, if you don't talk like if all of a sudden... You know, which probably won't even be a problem if I'm just giving both my kids 20 bucks a week. That's, yeah, that's exactly. what I'm saying. If you want to bring it back, because you're talking about different households and how they yeah. spoil yeah. their kids, let's exactly. say. I think this is talking more about, you know, like one spouse making the decision to buy a, an expensive ticket item for the children or oh. child or whatever and not giving oh, the other because this is but your spouse is upset because it isn't in the budget so yeah. if i say i'm buying you know Kay this new thing and you say she really doesn't need it and that's expensive why would you do that and i do it anyway the fight is between you and me not what i'm getting for the kid so i think that's why they're saying Ooh. they let the kids run the show because the kid's the winner you and i are stuck fighting now exactly that's bring me back bring me back to this and you guys you probably don't know about this story but i'm gonna throw it on you guys and i know time is wrapping up but um candy and her husband candy from swf from yeah. real housewife atlanta 
she decided to bring uh, to buy her daughter expensive luxury car escape i'm so sorry it's okay i'm a 90s r&b girl thank you jill i I know you guys about to roast me on this no but thank you jill but candy bought her her daughter expensive luxury car okay and didn't check in with her husband i forgot her husband's name you guys may know um i forgot his name i don't want to say tom todd there you go bought bought the daughter without even telling todd and todd doesn't make as much money as her but todd became upset but that goes back to this talk to your spouse yeah i'd be upset too you know you guys are married married marriage is a contract that's saying you guys are partners in this endeavor talk to your partner if you had a business and you had a business partner you're not gonna have a business decision without talking to your partner always talk to your partner first don't put yourself in that position to defend the decision that you made because you did not talk to your uh, partner and and that goes back that so that's why i brought up that candy the situation to this because that's what it sounds like you yeah. gotta talk to each other first it's not like that's not like the kids will play you against each other okay so, so that's how i see it don't let the kids play you against each other agreed once again that's number seven which is another relationship flaw i also (laughs) don't think that's about money uh but shout out to the article vr will link that article so you can read it for yourself definitely we'll link it to uh, our page at the page so you can ugly but honest podcast thank you for having me on facebook absolutely anytime with your fine self <laughs> yo listen i love this couple man and i'm not saying that because serge is my friend but i love this two couple i love their kids they're great he knows great people uncle v in my house <laughs> man you guys we're wrapping up um another episode of ugly but honest podcast we could go on and on and on about these subjects which i really want to follow up on um, go on our page and, and and chime in. Let us know what you think. Uh, I'm going to share the links to these things. Jim Rome is a great guy on finance. Uh, all of our background is on finance and insurance, especially Jill on finance and, and um, all that type of thing. But follow us on Facebook at Ugly But Honest Podcast. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Viard period the god that's d-a period g-a-w-d and serge you're at uh preach gsx i don't know the rest at, at, <laughs> at, oh ig at, at instagram IG. and for right now jill's gonna remain anonymous <laughs> but, no i'm i'm socially selective i'm not anti-social on social media but i'm gonna leave you with i'm just one woman i'm not speaking for all i'm just happy to fulfill that michelle's you know yearning for a, a female input i'm sure michelle michelle shout out to michelle yo, yo, man for real michelle, michelle thanks great. a lot yeah thanks a lot for all the feedback i uh, hope we get uh, some good criticisms <laughs> and uh you know rate us between our first and this Please one let us rate know us um on our page tune into the net for the next episode um i know we're we're late here but uh you know circumstances of life happens and stuff like that remember this is not a job this is a, a hobby for hopefully that will turn into something great with you guys' help crown um, royal if you want to sponsor us if ever you <laughs> seagram's want to, ginger ale shot us shot you out on whatever business or whatever it is let us know we'll do everything from the <laughs> whatever it is man i don't want to get into that so yo tune in next time just keep keep following the facebook for the next episode and things like that and uh we'll holler at y'all later thank you for listening to another episode of ugly but honest podcast